the quick the big question this morning is how much can tenants take with rental increases we brought in expert property manager cleo been doing this a long 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 time cleo it must be a hard job at the moment especially this time of year coming into christmas um you know everyone needs that extra money it is a tough time to be in property management right now do you ever get a landlord putting rent up and you turn around saying no 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 it's christmas no not so much no 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 it's christmas look if a client wants to put their rent up and we feel that the increase is above market value therefore we wouldn't be able to re-let the property at that rent we'd let them know that it's too high um just based on you know what's renting at the moment of course if they still want it we we would have to send the 60-day notice to the tenant um however we do work for the tenant as well as the owner you know where we can reasonably um suggest alternatives perhaps downsizing if it's too high putting them into a property that's more within their budget um things like that you know we do we do try to help both the tenant and the owner in achieving their goals and do you find that um is this how long have you been doing this for uh, over 15 years now and is this the is this the 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 most travel you've actually seen in rents through the whole like the most increase in rents you've ever seen definitely when i first started in real estate and an increase typically was five to ten dollars ten was like whoa that's a lot you know for for tenants and you know your average average one bedroom unit was three hundred dollars a week so it was crazy times um and now we're seeing you know increases of over a hundred dollars per week which is i would not in those days when i first started i would not have believed it if you told me a rent increase could be a hundred dollars you know or more and I think um, I think what people sort of seem to forget is the asset value doubled, but the the um, the return on the asset didn't double. Um, so there requires a little bit of catch up there um, because to put it, I guess in in basic terms, like if something was five hundred thousand for a two bedroom um, ten years ago, and now that's a million dollars, um, and the rents were sitting at. 400 a week the rents didn't go to 900 over that 10-year period so there's there is a little bit of that coming into play as well a bit of catch-up for return on investment um with with tenants out there are you finding them because northern beaches is probably not the cheapest place to live already um relative to different parts of sydney are you finding we're losing people out of the northern beaches to go to other areas for sure the amount of people that have gone up the coast of queensland you know that it is probably in people I went to school with, you know, that have grown up here all their lives that have, you know, sold or can't afford to rent here anymore. They've all, you know, left the beaches for that quality of living. You know, you can put all your money in your mortgage and all your money on um, rent, but you still want to enjoy, you know, going to the beach, you know, having a holiday maybe once a year, all that sort of stuff. So I guess that's what people are weighing up right now um, for real. 
It's interesting. I've been looking at people taking holidays this year um, and I've been thinking, you know, because everyone's having a really, really hard time with um, with cost of living, you know, be it rent, be it mortgage, be it whatever. And I thought it'll be interesting this year to see how many people actually end up travelling it as, as a result of that. So for me, that's one to watch um, to see. But, you know, to, I think there's still a bit of a pent up demand anyway. So, yeah, stay tuned. But, Cleo, back to rents, um, how long do you reckon it's going to go on for? Who knows? It's it's all relative to interest rates with our landlords, I think. Uh, a lot of the owners are or have been expected to come up with a lot of extra money for their investments and their mortgages, and that's being on set now to the tenants. Um we're also finding with rent increases when we did, because you could only, after COVID, the law passed that you could only do one increase per year. So an owner has to decide only once per year exactly how this monetary, you know, rent's going to help them. And then they have to wait a whole another year before they can revisit it unless they ask the tenant to move. So we were doing increases last year, which last year market rates were last year's market rates and now this year's different and some clients were like well you know you only put it up twenty dollars last year i want to now put it up sixty dollars because i didn't get enough last year it's like but the market last year compared to this year is completely different that increase was relative to that market and now our market is such now where there's you know not a lot of stock and um, owners can ask for a lot more so um, it is tricky doing a rent increase because at the same time we understand tenants are hurting and, you know, they might not be getting paid more in their, you know, professional work and, you know, they've got to find that extra money. But owners as well have to try and forecast the future for a whole year when they're on setting that increase. So that was uh, um, something that our friends in government imposed, just saying that we could put rent up once a year. Um, so instead of a landlord traditionally... I think it's probably forced landlords to overshoot a little bit um, rather than undershoot, whereas before they were like, hey, you know, we'll, you know, do what we can and we'll put it off till later, maybe yeah. six months' time, whereas now the landlords have to make a decision for 12 months. So I'm seeing, um, and I would have thought as landlords, you're just going to give it a fair whack because you're also looking at your costs um, and what um, interests uh, rates are going to be doing in the future as well. So I think owners are going. Well, I'm going to get knocked for another couple of interest rate rises. So I'm going to I'm going to sort of have to put my rent up that little bit more. I can't afford to sort of be conservative in my price setting. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's every everywhere you turn. And the thing that I struggle with um, most, Cleo, is that um, the landlord or the term landlord is their lords. Um, and there's a connotation that the landlord is um, uh, uh, of a higher, is earning more than what a tenant would earn, um, purely just on, on, you know, the inference, you know, like, oh, you know, when you say poor landlord, it sort of doesn't go together. <laughs> or when you say poor tenant, you go, okay, you know, that's, you know, I, I don't know, like there's more, there seems to be more compassion against a tenant than a landlord. 100%. Um, and I do have to say in understanding the market and the, and, and property um, and, and how that wraps around, how property wraps around the economy, it's the biggest asset class in the country um, by, by, a long, by a long shot. Um, and there's 10 
trillion dollars in property. It's big. Um, but the cost of a landlord, and, and, and if you if people haven't broken down the numbers, and, and some people aren't, num aren't numbers people, but a two-bedroom in a DY that's worth 800000 or let's just say a million dollars, that a million bucks at a 6% interest rate is is 60 grand a year. Um, generally, the banks are not really liking people on interest only. They're pulling them off. They've got them in principal and interest. So these these guys are paying about probably 75 grand a year um, for, for a unit. And when you break that down to your costs, the landlord's paying about $1,400 a week to, to supply that into the rental market. So you go and buy a unit for 800 grand or a million in DY to supply that to a tenant um, in DY, the cost just on interest alone is going to be around 14, uh, sorry, in, uh, repayments alone is going to be about $1,400, then Strata Water Council, um, another couple hundred dollars. So it's about, even though the tenant's paying $700, the landlord's paying about $1,400 even though the tenant's rent's gone up maybe 50 to to $100, the landlord's um, interest payments have probably gone up $700 a week. Yeah, when you when you put those numbers together, it's it's scary. It really it really makes you feel like I would rather be a tenant, <laughs> to be honest. I, and I was a couple of years ago. We bought our first home just after COVID. And, yeah, but even just the pressure, the pressure of mortgage and all of that sort of stuff, um, you know, maintaining a home, paying for maintenance, gardens, all that sort of stuff. You know, it was it was a lot cruisier being a tenant, let's just say, um, you know, relatively, like you said, council, even just council rates, they've gone up so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I do know our landlords and clients are feeling feeling that as well and, um you know, if you're a tenant and you've got an increase and you can't afford it, you want to negotiate with the owner. Some some owners are in a position, some aren't. But you know, yep. we're always here to to um, be your voice. So if you if you want to ask for that little bit less, you can only do thirty or forty is your max. Put it in an email to your property manager. We always put it to the owner. And if your owner is able to do that, and they you know that works for them and their figures and numbers, then you know, we can facilitate that as well, so. And you know what I'm starting to see people do now, Claire, it's a good point, um, was share homes. So now I'm seeing, uh, you know, you, they're picking their favourite um, family member, uh, friend. Yeah, mum and dad. Um, or, or, yeah, <laughs> right. So they're actually getting something really cool. So they're paying a little bit more, uh, getting bigger and pulling a family member in and then chopping that rent. Um, so another option that people have and that I've seen exercising is share is sharing a home, um, getting a you know a monster house and, and pulling mum and dad in on it or you know pulling an uncle or auntie in on it or something or friends, another family um, and just having a you know getting a baller house and it's actually costing them less. Yeah, um, and got a live-in babysitter if you've got children. It's perfect. And <laughs> you know you're sharing food costs, you're sharing insurance, yeah. you're sharing you know a lot a lot of stuff. So. It's interesting. Uh, before we go, I do want to say it's always something. If it's right, if it's Is not, it if it's not your rent going up, it's it's you know COVID. If it's not COVID, it's the GFC. If it's not GFC, it's a recession. It's not. It's just always something. So it just seems like, you know, you just you just keep rolling, and we are all in it together. 
Yeah. What concerns me is I think when you're isolated and you're alone and you're feeling bad, and I think that's dangerous, but I think the nice thing is we're not isolated, we're not alone. We are all in it together, be it interest interest payments higher, be it rents going up, be, be it living costs. So there's something warming about that. Yeah, totally. We're all a community. Um, the Northern Beaches people are always, you know, um, we're resilient, that's for sure. And, yeah, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else and we do what we can do to stay here, you know. <laughs> yep. So, everyone, sit tight, work hard, and uh, let's get through it. That's it. And Merry Christmas. See you next Merry week. Christmas. And before I go, HSC results this morning, I think 9 o'clock, Good luck to all the little chickens out there and especially my little chicken. Yes, good luck. All that hard work. See you, Cleo. Cheers. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.